You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Kels Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday. Happy New Year. Happy Cowboys and not Lions. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I really genuinely was surprised that there was a referee call that went in the favor of the Cowboys for once. And for anyone, I, I loved this. John Mishota had like the perfect comeback to someone who was like, and he's even like a low-key Lions fan. He was like, if you think that the Cowboys are favored by the refs, like why have they not gotten them some sort of like Super Bowl or championship over the years? Like if it's really like that easy or that's how favored they are, like why would they choose some random game that – really doesn't have implications on where people land. Like, sure, it was a good one, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, wouldn't you pick a more important game to impact? I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, it wasn't a – there's no rigging. There's no – like, we finally got a call. I was, like, shocking. We get the most penalties of all the teams. Like, please cry a little bit more. Also, the game should have ended. That tripping call is BS. Um, so then that wouldn't have mattered. Um, but also just stop being silly. All yeah. of you. Like, I won't have it. You won't have it. It's fine. It is what it is. I will say also, like you could have kicked it. We could have gone to overtime, but no, you had to do the stupid play three times and lose. You had to keep going. That's on you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it sucks too, because like uh between us friends on the pod um the skippers are such nice people oh i know i was like, like of course dan's in the middle of this i know like we actually like they are they used to play for the cowboys and like dan and his wife are wonderful if you guys have ever rented from alpha lit they actually own that company so they're like have this you know amazing business that they do as well as the nfl so like they're just great people. And of course, you're like, I can't even like talk too much smack because like I love them. And like that's like such a bummer. But if I were them, I mean, they can take it up with the refs because they did the refs told us that that guy wasn't eligible. So that's how it was. I think one of the refs, I think I saw this on like pro football talk. They were like saying they quoted one of the refs as being like, that's the risk you take when you or some official or someone who was in a position to like have an opinion. How about that? Let me be very, very bland. Yeah. Like bland. But like they basically were like, that's kind of the one of the 
the risks you take when you run a trick play like that. You might like trick yourself. <laughs> Ain't that true? Yeah. So um, unfortunate for the Lions, fortunate for the Cowboys, also with um, Philadelphia uh, Delphiing. Oh, my God. I Okay. Two things. <laughs> the, when the they were going for two, I you'll be shocked to know that I physically had to remove myself from the house because I was like angry. And then everyone had to come outside and make me come back in to watch the end of the game. <laughs> I believe that wholeheartedly. And then also whilst I was amongst friends, one of them was an Eagles fan and he was watching it on his phone at a winery. And then we were all just like, <laughs> this is the worst place you could be right now. <laughs> oh my God. He probably so, got sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. I'm actually not sorry, but you know, it's hard to be sorry. It's the price you pay. It's it's hard to be sorry when you choose a bad team. Yeah, like you could have picked another team. You could have like you like Donovan McNabb when you were little. So this is where you are. You could have chose to be on the bright side of life, but here you are. It is what it is. So here the Cowboys are sitting atop the NFC East. Now they could win the NFC East with a win over the commanders going into this weekend. And that also could clinch them the number two seed in the NFC, which if you would have asked me that a couple weeks ago, I would have never sat here and been like, yeah, we're going to be number two. Like, no, 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 no. That would have not been any conversation we were been having, but you know, my, how the turntables, I don't hate to be here. The way, yeah, no, we wouldn't have said that, but like, it's, it's funny. Like once they start, like the Eagles started to like plummet a little bit. I was like, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> we're all so sick. Like we're all just like intertwined in each other's misery. Like we can't help yeah. ourselves. The, the NFC is so toxic. Are other yeah. divisions as toxic? I feel like they are. I'm sure. Um, we know several Chiefs fans. I feel like they absolutely hate, and the Raiders are terrible. So that has to be like not fun. The Chiefs hate the Broncos. Oh yeah, and they hate the Chargers. So yeah, I think it is. I think yeah. we're all toxic in our own divisions. Maybe this is just how we channel our. And then we all have a boogeyman, probably, if we had to think about it. A hundred percent, like a hundred percent. And the weird thing is, like, we might face our boogie team if things shake out. A certain way this weekend. Which one? The green and ye yellow one. Oh, yeah. Not the boogie man, the boogie team. The boogie team. I was gonna say I was like the boogie man might go ahead and give himself a lawsuit. <laughs> oh, I just want him to shut up. Like one week, bro. I just like start to like him again, and then he does something like that. I'm like, dude. When did you start to like him again? No, I'm sorry. Like, I just like find myself like. <laughs> I think he said something nice about Dak, and I was like, "Oh yeah, look at that opinion." Yeah, I think. And then I'm like, "Shut up!" <laughs> and I was like, "Bro, lay off the shroom, boys! Like, you talking madness? Like, what are we doing?" Yeah, I just, I'm like, listen, Pat McAfee. Maybe we just don't. <laughs> That's like literally what Pat's so good at doing is getting people just to be fully unhinged. Like, yeah. He's it's like the Howard Stern of anything sports. better to do than just be mad online. He really is, though, like the Howard Stern of sports where like he gets you have to give him credit for getting great interviews. Like you don't oh, yeah. you don't like them, but they are for what they are. They're great. 
I I don't have a problem with Pat McAfee. I just I just I the person who like Aaron could just shish. Yeah. Like imagine when he's like really retired. This is going to be so much worse. Like he's so bored that he's creating all this like nonsensical drama for no reason. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, besides. I digressed. We digressed too much, but um, I will tell you guys, you know, heading into this weekend, um, it's an interesting game. I would still like be cautiously optimistic. I know, you know, the Cowboys are double digit favorites to go in and win at Washington. It's a road game, might be a little bit of a moral victory. They can get get that W on the road. They're facing an abysmal Washington team that's four and twelve. They've won, they've lost the last straight seven games, which is horrible. Right now, I think it is if the Cowboys, if the if if um it's like I think if like if Washington loses and then like one other team loses, they basically are playing for the number two draft pick. So it's like they're already reporting. You're seeing a lot of reports from veteran, you know, people that cover the commanders and talking about sitting veteran players. Um, it looks like it could be hopefully what I would call a shoe in in the in the win column. But I never like yeah. saying that with this. I know, especially especially with them. Like, I don't know what it is, but like. I think it's that field. There's like, there's the field monster of FedEx that just like gets us. I hate FedEx so much. It's so bad. I think it's, I think it's so funny because um, I think Sod's actually super excited to go there for the first time. And I'm like, why? I would be like, dude, are you sure that they fix their plumbing for you? Like how? Sometimes you just got to experience it to like know it to be true. You know? I just, yeah, maybe if you I don't need I, I personally don't need toilet water on my head to know that FedEx field is trash. But, you know, some people. Some I guess people, the way I would relate to someone being excited about that experience is like, you know, when you just go through the, you're in the trenches with people and it's just like you're doing this like awful task and you all hate it together. But you yeah. like <laughs> that's what going to a game at FedEx field is like, like genuinely like. You're just like, what? Like, especially like in December or no, I'm sorry. Well, I was in December, January, like, oh, DC Cowboys, not DC. What are they called? They're DMV. DMV Cowboys fans are wild and they have numbers. So I feel like it might honestly be like a home game. Honestly, kudos to them for being, you know, able to like withstand being in that market and also being a fan. Just- yeah. Congrats. All you out of market people, God bless. Seriously, especially in like neighboring markets, like or in, in competing markets like that, like where it's like a direct, you know, rival market. And also like having to go to a stadium like that to go see your team <laughs> play, like that just sucks. It must be like if I had to pick like, you know, the top five worst stadiums, it would be on it. I feel like a lot of people would put it like number one. I guess I would have to figure out what the power rankings are. Like, I don't know what it, I don't know what it would be anymore, but I definitely agree. Like, I think it would have to be pretty high up there. Like 
there are teams that like, suck. The Oakland Stadium doesn't exist anymore. So yeah, and I was actually thinking about that too, and I was like, people probably love that though because it was they probably hated it, but that's another one where they kind of loved it because it was like a legendary like bonding experience where you're like in the that's trip. true. It's like it's like we don't even have a football field. We play on a baseball diamond. Like <laughs> that's how much our ownership cares about us. I just feel like you know, like that was probably like at least like some sort of novelty. And it's all about the battle of the poor poor ownership these days. Seriously, at no least they got rid of Dan. Good for them. Yeah, at least they. That's their one win of the year. But um, you know, I feel like looking ahead to this weekend. There's a lot of things that are playing in the Cowboys' favor. I also don't want to downplay, too. Like, we can kind of talk about a little bit more of the matchups. But, like, I feel like there's a lot of – I always talk about, like, the positivity and the momentum, like, from – you know, I'm like this, like well, – so You always call yourself negative, but, like, you literally always – Am I positive all the time? Yeah, but you, like, think you're negative. It's kind of – Or I, do I just apologize when I'm being giving an honest criticism? Maybe. Cause like I, I, I start tracking this now. I was thinking about it with CD Lamb, and I was like, you know what though, I was hard on him, but I don't think it was unwarranted. Like, no, it wasn't. I don't, I don't think anyone would come back to me and be like, hey, last year he was playing at this like insane caliber that he is right now. Like, we needed him to grow into his role, and he has. And so, like, that's that's what we're asking you to do. He understood the assignment. <laughs> But I, I do feel like there's a lot of, speaking of CD, a lot of positive momentum going into this weekend with this team too. You know, they had some nice pickups with like LC coming back, Lyle Collins. Um, you know, we love that. I mean, honestly, we are very biased on this podcast because we love him, but we're okay with that. Okay, but I know that he didn't go to the Bengals and light the world on fire or anything, obviously. Um, but I I never liked the move anyways. Like I know it was just like petty drama crap going right. on. Right. And it's like do you see what happens when you let that win because look how thin your line's been. Like <laughs> dude, yeah. He had a team friendly deal before he left. I know. And like honestly, this line really does need any and all the help it can get. Especially yeah. now that we've got Tyler Smith um, dealing with plantar fasciitis, a tear. My God, that sounds horrific. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Apparently, it's better if it's a tear. Oh, how? If it's like hanging on, like. Oh. <laughs> I just like, I've honestly only had like, I've, I've, I've had like a tight 
plantar fasciitis before. And it's like one of the most painful things ever. Like, I just can't imagine like just casually tearing it. Like what do you just automatically get like a flat foot? Like, is that what happens when, when that goes down? I don't even know. Is that like, I'm going to, I'm not going to ask this stupid question. I'm just going to Google it. Um, (laughs) It's like the tendon that is in the arch of your foot. Okay. I just thought it was like a term for turf toe. Is that? (laughs) No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. (laughs) But also um, when, when you get um, like, if you go to get a massage. Oh, it's like heel pain. Okay. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. Herpes. It's a you were right, but obviously, but man, all this time. If you ever you know, go to good, it was today I learned that that's well, what that was. I was a good biology student in high school. Not that I learned anything about plantar fat, but it's you know obtusely related. So we're gonna go ahead and round up yeah. it. But if you ever go to like a really good massage therapist, they'll like scrape the bottom of your foot, which sounds weird. But like they'll be like crunchies sometimes because you just like it's so it's so wild. okay that sounds disgusting it is but it's important oh you mean like it crunches when they go down your it sounds like you're like never mind I'm like thinking of pedicures and this is getting gross so I'm I'm really showing my hokey pokiness right now and that's okay yeah but I had a massage therapist this me one time and they were like massaging like the bottom of my foot. And they were, and I could like feel like crunch. Like make your kidneys like work better or whatever. Literally, like, like he was like, "Oh yeah, like no, I'm like clearing out, like I'm like clearing out like your system." And I was like, "Excuse me," and he was like, "You just have like a lot of buildup or whatever." And I, I just had no idea. Anyways, bodies are wild, but like essentially, what you're saying is, I need to go see a massage therapist to help my immune system because it sucks. I'm manifesting a massage therapist for all of us right now, folks. I love that. (laughs) Treat them well. Treat them well. Um, Anyways, I just think that that's a really painful. um, Yeah, that sucks. I I know they've talked about him maybe coming back before the end of the season. I'm like, God, how? Like, how? Well, that's what they were saying, though. It was positive that it was a full tear because it's like easier to repair it, I guess, allegedly. Allegedly. They must just like not fully repair it. I thought it was turf toe. So I didn't know what this thing was. Now I do. Look at this. We're Look learning. At Look at us. But I feel like we you know, that. Pick, with that pickup, I think that helps give people a little bit more confidence. I think yeah. it gives Dak more confidence. I don't think he's that far removed that he can jump in and make an impact. You know, I know he's on practice squad right now. We know practice squad operates differently now than it did before. So he has the ability to move up. Blah, blah, blah. That's great. I also feel like, Honestly, I know Pro Bowls are like, you know, voted on by fans, but I do feel like there's a lot of good momentum moving through this Cowboys team in that direction too. Like you've got um, the usual suspects, Zach Martin, Micah Parsons, Dak, uh, CD, Brian Anger got his second selection, Brandon Aubrey with this. I still want his jersey so bad. Honestly, um, incredible. Deron Bland gets his first, like having a season. Yeah, Brandon Aubrey was like the fun one, I think. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, like I saw these coming. Bland is good too, yeah. Yeah, I like, mean. Brandon Aubrey was in the USFL, like he was a soccer player. And now this man is in the Pro Bowl for the NFL. So fantastic. It's also like, a, it's actually a really fun event. I need to see if the, where's the Pro Bowl being held this year? I don't even know. I've been to the Pro Bowl. Not Hawaii. 
I'm not even joking. It's so typically how it works is the team that gets knocked out before the NFC, before your title game, that yep. coaching staff <clears throat> has to go and work the Pro Bowl. So like the year that we lost to um, Green Bay, I believe, uh, yeah, is the year that the Cowboys coaching staff had to go work the Pro Bowl. And of course, like every year the Cowboys coaching staff gets nominated, like has to go. It's when they didn't hold it in Hawaii. <laughs> I know. I was like, that's the most like Cowboys thing ever. Like, I don't, they're not holding it in Hawaii anymore anyways, but like, yeah. Now, I was going to say that that's not good for our juju if that's the case. <laughs> I know. I know. But like, it is kind of fun. It's just so, it's a really like wild event. I went because when I dated that equipment manager <laughs> for the 18th time, anyways, like I remember they straight up shut the parks down for you, which is pretty cool. And you'll be at Disney and, or like universal and they just will like shut the entire park down. So I like, I remember vividly Sierra and Russell Wilson, like, like walking by me to get on like the Hulk ride. And I was like, Oh my God, I could never do that. But then out walks Rod Marinelli <laughs> and he had like just done it. And I was like, what? <laughs> like what a legend. He was like, that was great. And like, then there's this like other ride where it was Kellen Moore in front of me. And I literally, I could just still not get over the fact that like Kellen Moore was our offensive coordinator. And I was like, this man looks like he's like 22 and needs to be carded every second. Yeah. Like no lies. It's true. Um, I think that's funny. Like amusement, amusement parks turn everybody into little kids. It's true. I and still I love I hate them personally, but really, well, yeah. well I I'm afraid of everything. So like, it's just not my jam. Oh no. My, like my BFF Pharrell is this, um, you know, her Callie, she's like this really great. <clears throat> she's like a five foot, nothing little tiny pixie. And she's this tiny little precious human being. And she like pulls me up to the front of the line at universal. And she's like, we're sitting in the front row of this massive roller coaster that drops you down a million. And I was like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> it's going to be a no for me, dog. Like literally, she's just like this little daredevil. Like you look at both of us and you would think that like, I'm the one who's like gregarious. I, like, yeah, I would think that. <laughs> no, <laughs> leading me to my death. Anyways, Pro Bowls are fun, but I do feel like it is, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I'm not going to discredit having the mental aspect of just having the accolades, having the recognition, having the positive reinforcement going into this last push. Um, I know Pro Bowls aren't ultimately championships, but again, like, I'm not, I just think momentum is momentum. And yeah, I mean, the goal's to not be there, but you know, hey, if you have a lot of Pro Bowlers on your team, you have a lot of good guys on your team. Build on that. And also, it's pretty cool. The list is so long because we're so late in the season and we're not struggling with injuries as much as we was we maybe would have in years past. Like all things considered, like obviously we'd love to have um digs back, you know, like yeah. Like and what I would have loved to what could have been like with overshone and everything too. Like a hundred percent. Like hook them. Wanted to all that and more. But I mean, not all that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I mean, I would say I feel like the Cowboys are setting themselves up for success. Um, it wouldn't surprise me, and I think you mentioned this, so I'll kind of let you speak on it. But what are your thoughts on, um, you know, since Washington is talking about sitting some people, are you pro trying to get your veterans out of there quicker than than maybe normal? Um, at the second we've like got it locked up, put, I want Cooper rush, like ready on the sideline with his helmet on like the whole game. Like I want to tap Dak out the second that I can do that. Um, plus I trust Cooper rush to run that offense anyways. Um, Which is so yeah, no, I'd like to get them out as soon as possible, but I do, like, I think this win is very important. Um, and I think they all know that. So I think that'll definitely play into when they take someone out. And if they do, hopefully they're able to put these guys away earlier if these vets aren't playing, but you never know because this team can be feisty, especially against us. So, you know, just watch your back. Yeah. I mean, I would say like, I agree with your sentiment. Typically at this point in the year, I'd be like, sit them. Like, I don't want to see them a lot, like rest them. But if I can get home field advantage, right. Like I'll take I'm them to secret, uh, two home field playoff games. Like, especially when my team sucks on the road, like, yeah, that's something that I ultimately want. And I feel like is worth it to play for. So I would definitely be playing my main guys until, like you said, you've got it locked down and you feel pretty darn confident that there's not the ability to come back. Because like, once I put Dak down, I don't want to see him back up again. Yeah, no, like I, I trust Cooper Rush. It's more like the other ancillary characters, I guess, that I'd be concerned about. But uh, yeah, I think, I really do think they'll be able to put this away. I I, ooh, I don't know. It, this is one of those games where like everyone's just like, is this a trap? Like, are we walking into a trap? I know. They're not good though, but like neither were the Cardinals. Yep. So, never, I have so many, so many trust issues with this team. So many, I can't even accurately articulate what I think about how this game is going to go. Guys, um, I just know that I'll be on my couch nervous. I could sit here with a Super Bowl trophy, like in my hand and be like, no, are you sure? <laughs> like, no, come on for me. Yeah. Like. I'll take it. Trust me. But like, it would be a second for me to actually believe it, but there are some kind of fun things with the series that I thought I would just, you know, bring up because this game is like not super flashy. Like we all understand that. I mean, we're facing a quarterback. Uh, I have to look this up. It's so bad. Um, Sam Howell leads the NFL with 19 interceptions and has been sacked a league high 61 times. Things are not going well. Um, yeah, I feel bad for Scary Terry, but it is what it is. Um, the Cowboys, though, have won 34 of the 64 visits to Washington in franchise history. So we'll take that. Uh, Dak is personally 10 and 2 against the Commanders. But here's the catch each of those two losses has come on the road, whatever. Um, yeah. And I mean, he did also have a season best QBR rating when the Cowboys played them at home this past season. So we'll take that too. And if he had a 
pretty darn good game with four touchdowns and no interceptions and 331 yards. So that wouldn't be horrible if we saw that again. So it feels like um, series-wise, I think it's obvious that we can paint the picture that it goes into the favor of the Cowboys. I also kind of wanted to make sure that we pointed out that I thought this was kind of cool too, just reading more and more stats because it's it's fun when the stats play in your favor. Um, Coach Mike McCarthy is, he's 41 and 25 in the regular season, but that's the most wins for a Dallas coach in his first four seasons. Yeah, Jason. I was like, interesting. Like, five shy of his career high from 2021. So there you go. Oh, wait. I like it. Ignore that five shy of his career high. That was for a different stat that I'm not going to read you all these stats, but it's all good. That's basically what I'm trying to tell you. Like we're, we're setting records in all of the best ways. Brandon Aubrey is still on top. Like Bland is still on top. Like it's like, it's, it feels like this Cowboys team is doing a really good job of riding the wave. Yeah. I think, I think I've pinpointed what my problem is with this game. And it's because remember when Dak played like the worst game of his life against Washington last year? Oh yeah. At the end. Yeah. That's why. That was like in the stats thing too. And I decided to opt out of that reading that one to you guys, but, um, but my subconscious opted into it. So that's, that's, where that's we're okay. At. Because we are, we are eliminating that as an opportunity. We should. This is rewrite that story, Dak. Take that pen. Speak that Do out of existence. I believe in him. Um, all right. Well, I think it's safe to say that we both have Washington taking the L and the Cowboys getting the win. Does that feel fair to assume? Yes. Okay. All right. That feels well, fair to assume. Um, I hope that you guys also feel the same, especially coming off this podcast. But it feels like the vibes are high, everyone. So let's let's keep it going and um, let's go ahead and take that number two spot because that's where we need to sit. So we, it's what we deserve. We, quite frankly, we're worth it. We are worth it. Yeah. Like really, Maybe we're born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it is Maybelline. Sponsor us. Um, all right, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We really do appreciate you always tuning in. Make sure you are subscribed to the Blog and the Boys podcast, wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Come hang out with Meg and I on social media. I'm on Instagram at Hey Kelsey Charles. I'm on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. And Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on everything. And there's some things we need to leave you guys with. Um, I think there's been a bit of an edit, though, after last week. So, um, Megan, give the good people what they need. <laughs> Dallas forever, Philly for never. Only Redbirds are real, turns out. Turns out we do acknowledge Redbirds on this podcast, unless yeah. we're playing them and losing to them. In which No, they beat us. They real. <laughs> well, I, I'm in denial, so they still don't exist. That's in, fair. In that phase to me. All right, guys. We love y'all. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.